I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Brothers know the flays when the quest gets loose, slamming sucker fuckers like Zarest Lazeus. Crazier than Tupac in that flick called Juice, cock is longer than a hat worn by Dr. Seuss. Love a girl in Daisy Dukes like them kids called Deuce, gets paid to sex a hoochie like my main man Luke. Control the mic like Denzel on the girls, whack rappers be on the nuts like Rocket J Squirrel. The worst thing in the world is a suck MC. My favorite rap group in the world is EPMD. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Aaron. It's a uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. No more football. Oh, but, but mm-hmm. The Walking Dead is Sunday, dog. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. TV yes, stars sir. again. TV stars again. Almost Human came on last night. Woo-hoo! That terrible show, Intelligence, came on. Um, yeah. You know what? I like um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I like. Mm. And I like, crap, you just said the name of the Almost show. Human? Almost Human. Yeah, I really am liking that show. Um, I think that, maybe it's just me, but I think that this this is the first time in, in, a, in a, a lot of years that the quality of shows have stepped their game up. Like, mm. like literally, they're actually not giving me no bullshit that... I'm scared if I start watching, it's going to get canceled in six months. Yeah, yeah. Some of these new shows are really good. Um, and a lot of them started during the NFL season. So, um, and I, there's some I wish I could get up on. I wish I could get up on the blacklist, man, but I don't know where to really find it. Yeah, me To get the old episodes, but I've heard nothing but good things about that show. That's all I've heard, but we can't go, I don't know why you can't, we can't find it, but if you find it, I'll be willing to watch it. And like, I started watching, Ah, shit, I get Deck of Cards and House of Cards. Them are two separate shows. First of all, Deck of Cards is not a show at all. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> House, House of Cards is a show. House of Cards. What's the one with Don Cheatham? Don Cheadle. God damn it. What are you doing? <laughs> are you trying to make me? I have to write all this shit down. No. I have time. No, I'm not. <sighs> Deck of Cards. Is somebody in the chat that can do this? Can... Can one of y'all email Firestarter and save me the time? I, I really don't want to. I, I really don't. My pen, my pencil is out of out of lead, man. Can somebody? Oh, can somebody else send this shit in? God damn it! I started early, didn't I? Deck of cards, house of cards. I, where's my? I need a working that, pencil. That, that's what. That's one of the thing right there. There you go. Deck of cards, house of cards. Which one stars? Don Cheatham. <laughs> I was just the bus not be how you pronounce his name. It's Don Cheadle. <laughs> Don Cheadle. <laughs> and it's uh his is House of Lies. Oh lies. The other okay. One, <laughs> Kevin Spacey's show starts back on Valentine's Day is House of Cards and you can stream the entire second season on Netflix. I just read today they already have a third season coming. So Oh shit. Okay. Cause yeah. I, I just started the, that one with, uh, the Spacey dude. Kevin Spacey. Yes, Kevin Spacey. Um, I don't know if I'd be caught up by Valentine's Day, but I did start that one. Okay. Um, I don't even know what I was talking <laughs> about. I was talking about TV shows and I was saying how I'm excited about a lot of TV shows that are coming back and I'm really excited about The Walking Dead. Yep. Um, Agents of Shield is back today. Um, Karen will be on Whiskey Wine and Moonshine today for you guys. Woo-hoo! We watch that show live. Um, believe it's on Google Plus. Um, and it's at eight o'clock today. So, uh, we'll definitely have the show wrapped up by then. Uh, you guys can watch her make her return appearance 
to whiskey water moonshine her second time so i'm excited mm-hmm yep it was good last time I'm sure it's gonna be great this time too i always enjoy kicking it with them yeah um and uh what else is going on um the tippies are over we're compiling all the clips and stuff so you guys can vote on that um what else am i thinking about uh you can do stuff like uh you know follow the show on twitter by the way it's tbgwt um you can also leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher radio mm-hmm. you can go to the blackoutist.com vote in the polls leave comments on the site um all that kind of stuff leave comments on your votes in the polls all there uh you can do stuff like donate to the show or become a premium subscriber man go to yes. blackouttips.com slash premium and uh you can see how to do that exactly uh we appreciate everybody that takes time to sign up to do that we do thank we you enjoy it you guys a uh, lot mm-hmm. we enjoy you guys listening to uh the premium shows and we hope you guys feel like you're getting your money's worth uh because you definitely put in the work for those yes uh tomorrow's guest at 7 p.m uh will be my man dylan uh from twitter um you guys might already follow him i already know him but he's one of the deceptive comics and uh very funny dude he's the at the dylan one on twitter um so if you're not following him you should be and if you are following him hey he'll be on the show tomorrow so um this is what's up dog um let me see what else is going on um we have a sponsor today's show is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com go to tweakedaudio put in code tbgwt and save 33 percent on your order plus you get free shipping and a lifetime guarantee what does tweaked audio sell they sell fine quality earbuds they go inside your ears you can listen to it on the, at the on the treadmill you can listen to it at your cubicle you can listen to it in the goddamn car and the police can't even tell it's great and it won't cost you a lot plus you get a lifetime guarantee and free shipping what are you waiting on they yes. could be here already. Like people mm-hmm. get their headphones in a matter of like a few days at this yes. point. If you got somebody out there, you love them, a loved one. You know Valentine's Day going coming around. Mm-hmm. You know you're looking at your husband or your wife or your significant other, and you see them go through their 15th pair of headphones since the beginning of the year. You're like, you know what? I'm a sacrifice, baby, and get you a good pair of headphones. And in addition to that, we also have another sponsor. It's a little sexier though. Hey. That's right, guys. Valentine's Day is coming up, guys. Okay? It's already the fourth. You need to be thinking about this shit now. If you're listening to this, if you're a man or a woman, if you're single or in a relationship, you need to go to adamandeve.com, okay, guys? You need to spice things up in your bedroom. Maybe you're looking at your old, rusty vibrator and you're going, are you still down? Yeah. It is still down, but mm-hmm. it's time to upgrade you, okay? Oh, yeah. So go to adamandeve.com and look at, you know, look around at some items. You could do stuff like get you some condoms. Maybe you planning on having a big Valentine's Day night you know a big a big call you know you want to make a call to a certain person you see a person complaining on 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 twitter about how she ain't got nothing to do and valentine's day is bullshit let me tell you what's bullshit she's bullshit yeah direct message that lady 
get her to go out with you okay she wants to go out you want to go out and then surprise her with a little something at the end of the night okay guys don't be selfish think about each other so you can get you your adventurous new toy adult movie uh contraceptives lubes a bunch of shit and that's not all you get it for 50 percent off can't beat that 50 percent but i'm not crazy that's not a crazy deal. What is crazy is they will give you three free adult DVDs for nothing. What the qual- fuck are they doing? High quality too in exotic places. Mm-hmm. Take take advantage. You watch Valentine's Day, you go, oh, let me throw a little something for you, shorty. Plus, you get a free extra gift that's so sensual. I can't tell you what it is. But you can pop that out and you can have like another surprise. Like, oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. No, they're not teasing. So go to adamandeve.com, put in the code TBGWT so you can get 50% off of your one item, free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. That's code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. All right, Karen, let's get into this show. Let's do it. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of news. Okay. Okay. Um, First things first, let's talk about this masturbation that's going around, okay? Okay, uh, okay. A lot of masturbation out here, Karen. Uh, yeah, yes. People are flicking the bean. Yes, they're flicking the bean. Choking the, the chickens. Flicking the bean poles. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Spanking their monkeys. They're doing all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> Slapping the horse. What other names we going to be using here? Pupils from nursery and infant schools across France were kept home this week. Nurseries and infants, y'all, after their parents were sent text messages warning them that teachers were going to give lessons in masturbation and sex education, and the text message said, boycott these classes. There's only one problem. What's that? The text messages were a hoax. Oh, so people got mad for nothing. People kept their kids home. Oh, out of school. Because they felt like the kids were going to be learning how, like, who would teach a toddler or an infant how to to masturbate? masturbate. No class does that. They do sex education. But but not at that age? Not not at that age. Yeah. No, it's a lot older. Like, a lot older. Right. And even when you get to sex ed, they don't just go... Okay, here's a banana. Now, this is how you stroke it. Now, if you flip no. your hand over, you can jack it like this, and it's like you're hitting it from the back. Now, no. this is how you just use the forefinger and the thumb. How like, do, they don't do, teach you all that. How them kids fucking confused. They don't teach you any of this shit. No. In recent days, head teachers at infant and nursery schools across France have noticed a concerning drop in the number of children attending classes. The reason for such high, high and unexpected rate of non-attendance was not down to the stomach flu epidemic that is sweeping France, but something far more sinister. Last week, parents in various locations of across the country began receiving strange text messages that said class classes in sex education, masturbation, and in gender theory were to be given at school and told them to keep their sons and daughters at home on either Friday or Monday as a protest. And my thing is this, how did they get a listen to these parents' numbers? Right. And also, who doesn't call the school to check? To confirm this. And why would you believe your school would do this? You didn't call to confirm, call the school board. Like, 
uh, do they just, this is how they contact everybody just by mass test, text, and no other form of, of communication with the parents? Right. You the don't te- sign no letters. They- the, the text isn't coming from a friend? Come on now. Sex educations will be provided in nursery schools in September 2014 with demonstrations was one text. Another said, now they're talking about teaching children age four how to masturbate. Uh, according to the certain, to certain reports, the texts were specifically directed at Muslim parents. So they're even trying to scare, they're targeting and scaring them. The state is going to teach our children that they were not born a boy or a girl like God wanted, but they are whatever they choose to become with gay and lesbian speakers who will fill their heads with monstrous ideas. Ooh, the scary gays. You got to keep them away from the kids. Kids get confused. You guys know how we were when we were children. Yeah, this- Thank goodness no one got to me first. And told me, you like little boys. And I'd be like, oh, damn. You got me. No, I don't think it worked like that. And also, I think, too, it wouldn't surprise me uh, when if they do if they if they do catch who does this. This is on some racist shit because you only talk to one group of people like you ain't send mass text to all the student bodies Mm -hmm. like you specifically picked out this group. Right. The messages, right, it's racism and homophobia. Yes, combined. it is. The messages appeared to have the desired effect with union leaders telling the local that up to, up to 50%, up to 50% of pupils in some schools were absent on Monday. Shit. Which also lets you know, like, there has to be a huge distrust between that community and the school system mm-hmm. oh, in shit. order to just be like, I don't even want to check. I just, I'll keep yeah, my kid at they home. They didn't call. They I didn't. knew this was going to happen. Somebody told me, whatever, close enough, uh, just in case, stay home. A director, one nursery, uh, school of one nursery school in Strasbourg told Francis Huffington Post that he had been bombarded with telephone calls from angry parents. So this wasn't him calling and go, Hey, is this bullshit true? It was motherfucker. You're not going to teach my kid and they go how to jack off. They're going, we're not teaching your kid. Where did you hear this from? This is not true. I heard everything. Apparently we were going to invite gay and lesbian speakers who would explain to children how to kiss. Jew- right that's the other thing it's like a game of telephone you know by the time parents are on the phone they were making shit up oh you know that you're not gonna teach my kid how to eat snatch uh you fucking disgust me <laughs> you disgust me oh man could you imagine by the time they get to it, y'all not gonna give my kids no stds what, my ma'am? kid will not be 69 and with anybody i don't care what it is <laughs> my kid will not be playing blow the pole they right. will not be sucking dick hello mouth speak to the principal this is he Cleveland steam on my ass? Hell no. Like, what? What are you talking about, sir? And, and what is a Cleveland steamer? Yeah, sir. Um, do I need to Google this? You will not be Superman in this hoe. That's oh, what Lord. I know. Not Monday. Uh, and no, then what my happens? My child did not wake up like this. No, they did not. And then what mm-hmm. happens Tuesday? They just go to school? Like, cause they only. Apparently so. Apparently they just did it Monday and Friday. Okay, now you can go learn how to jack off. I don't get it. Um, so yeah, Jewish associations were going to come and tell children they could change sex if if it did not suit them and schools were going to show porno films, which is entirely false. And I, I like show- how they threw Jewish in there, by the way, to, to highlight the, you know, oh yeah, Jews are going to be the ones that do this, Muslims. Go ahead, Cameron. What, wow. say? what school shows pornos? Like that shows right. you the huge disconnect, like you said, between the community and the school system, because that shit happened here. You, you would get more outrageous. Like who is doing this bullshit? And why am I getting this fake shit on my phone? Around 80 children were absent the next day, despite his efforts to convince parents the rumors were false. According to La Parisienne, 20% of French parents in the town of Meaux near Paris kept their children off school 
after the same scaremongering message did the rounds there. We rang one mother last Friday to find out what was re- what was wrong, and she showed us the text message. A school hand teacher, head teacher from Brittany told Quest France. We spoke to her and reassured her. Rumors that teachers were to give classes on the benefits of masturbation have also been circulating in various right-wing websites. One article even wrote that France has adopted a World Health Organization report that purposes to encourage child masturbation to allow them to express their sexual needs and desires. Yeah, this literally sounds like it's a group of organized people that are hacking into the system and finding out who these people are and just kind of going around from area to area out there and spreading these messages. And it's just one of those things where maybe I don't know if it's because I live in America and the way the structure is here. I'm, I'm looking like, why would they do this without my consent? According to Liberation, the or, the origin of the craze rumor and a call to boycott schools appears to be right of Farida Bagul, a close acquaintance of the far-right essayist Elaine Soral, who was one of the leading campaigners against gay marriage. Um, Belgul, which Belgul, I wonder if this, I wonder if French has but gay marriage and it's like we lost, but we still gonna get to these kids and find where the homophobia is and run to it. Yeah. Belgul took part of the day of anger protests in Paris on Sunday that was made up of various right wing groups who had opposed to, who are opposed to the legalizing of same sex unions. Known as marriage portours, marriage for all. So apparently they do have same sex marriage there. I guess so. I don't know. Go Bel- by what you just maybe read. it's still going. I don't oh, know. Okay. Belgoo is taking issue with a new government initiative called ABCD of Equality in School, which has nothing to do with gender theory, but will be tri- trialed in September and is simply aimed at teaching equality and respect between boys and girls from a young age. So it's not even, we're not going to teach you transgender or whatever, but he's like. We're going to teach you how to respect. Yeah, he's one of those who was like, everything gay. Y'all going to try to turn the kids gay with this with this schooling. Teach them to be gay. That's what you're going to do. You're going to gay them up. Gay these little kids up. Instead of the real issue, which is boys and girls are equal. Boys Mm. are not superior to girls. Like like it sounds like something like that where they're like, hey, you know, everybody respect one another regardless of your gender. Right. They're like, y'all gonna turn this into some fucking, what, why did we get here? Right. And, the, and who knows? Maybe he's even against that, depending on his religious or, uh, you know, some of his social backgrounds. Like, he may believe women aren't equal to men. Who knows? Yeah. And that might be at the root of this, too. That's, it's like, even that is too much to me. Yeah, I got my own issues with that, but yes. She claims, however, it was a, it was a, it has a hidden ideological agenda that, which may make children question their sexual identity. And has set up a collective to campaigning against the initiative. Or maybe Bagul is a woman. It says she claims. Um, the report, ha- the reports have angered teaching unions whose members have spent recent days trying to put parents' fears at ease. It's disgraceful. What has happened? We have had a real battle to convince parents that it is not true, said Michelle Olivier, uh, from Francis SNUIPP teaching union. Uh, we have asked the minister to issue a statement in order to pull parents, put parents' minds at ease. She said, we are concerned this may continue with who's, with those behind it. Promising further campaigns in the coming months is completely normal to teach equality to young children in order to help them accept it. She added, yeah, man, it's crazy that somebody would try to fight against that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everybody's equal. Fuck that. 
And I think, you know, as Americans, we feel like, hey, you know, this is just some foreign people that are having these we problems. Got over here too now. You know, this is some shit that we don't have to deal with. Mm. To thee, I present mm. wounded on the battlefield. Okay, this is from Brigham Young University, guys, BYU, a United States college. Let's check this out. This is a, a video that's very informative and addressing one of the social ills, one of the problems on campus at BYU. The temptations of the Great War are many. The battles are real and the strategies are clever. The enemy is cruel, ruthless, and relentless. We must not underestimate the danger. We must be vigilant and valiant. A lonely, confused young man gets addicted to pornography. His roommates know, but they do nothing to help him. He stops going to church, and there is darkness in his eyes. The young man is spiritually wounded on the battlefield of the Great War. a literal war scene that they filmed and things are exploding and someone's injured on the battlefield of a war for real the the production values on these are outstanding (laughs) in our modern society the enemy has spread fear of getting involved when someone's in trouble So this guy's injured and a platoon of troops are running by his location. They see he's hurt and one dude wants to help him and they won't let him go. This fostered a social stigma against people who speak up in the face of evil. The enemy whispers, don't get involved. It's not your problem. Don't tell, you'll be a tattletale. Oh, brothers and sisters, don't leave the wounded on the battlefield. Stick together. You don't need to be a more righteous than thou person. We're all sinners. We all have troubles. We've all been spiritually wounded in the battles of the Great War. But you who have felt the redeeming power of Christ, you who know his love and his grace, you... Now he's running through... Ah! Explosions behind him. Yeah, he's running through explosions to save the injured dude. You know he can heal all wounds. If you reach out in a spirit of... And then they cut back to real life. It's just him knocking on the door of the guy who's in the room jacking off, apparently. Love and humility. (laughs) 
you can help the spiritually wounded find the Savior. If you need to, talk to your bishop. Tell someone who can do something that you have a friend in trouble. Now it's just a montage of them in a pool, at a party playing pool. I don't know why. And then the guy who was jacking off too much looks across the room at the guy who saved him. They have a very longing look in their eyes. And I don't know if they're going to hook up after this or what, okay? It's up to you to decide. Don't be silent. Don't leave the wounded on the battlefield. Yes, Karen. This is for a university. Brigham Young University is a uh, like Mormon university. Uh, I believe I forget what uh, Jimmer. Did Jimmer went there? The guy who plays in the NBA now. Uh, you're not allowed to uh, have sex on campus. Uh, I think his black college roommate got or teammate got kicked off the team because I guess he was out there fucking or something. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No jerking off at BYU. Now, I wouldn't have made it through school. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Because I was jacking off. I don't understand. Like, if you can't jerk it, you can't have sex before marriage. Can't have a fucking girlfriend. Can't get a handy J, a blowjob, something. How the fuck you supposed to make it? No wonder these motherfuckers getting married at like 16. You got to. It's insane. I don't sound like a good time to me at all. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, they're Americans and they were watching, you know, the video before or listen to the article before, like the French were scared of jerking off. Our adults are scared of jerking off. These aren't even kids. These aren't toddlers. These are a full grown college body, uh, and, and adults with their own minds and points of view. Yeah, that's, that's, and the school is telling them don't jerk off. And if you catch somebody jerking off, snitch on them to a pastor and make them come talk mm. i would have got kicked out i would have never got my degree do yeah. i get my money back like you know I, I, can i get my tuition back if i get caught jerking off and it's like listen we need you to stop yeah i'm not gonna stop jerking you, off you, you i got an a in math and that's what you need to worry about you should get your money back in the, the problem i have with this excuse me i wonder do they do studies about std rates because again to you they fucking so you don't you you're not really concerned about it because just because you got a, a a rule about it don't mean it ain't happening, and then uh the issue is too is that they don't jerk off. Well, then what else you think they're gonna do? They're gonna fuck. Linda brother says if you can't do all that, how do you end up getting married? Let me tell you something, Linda brother. That's exactly how you end up getting married. Yeah, because okay? you married the, the first thing right. closest to you that that'll fuck you. You will marry the closest vagina off tops because you can't have sex it's a trap it's a trick women use it all the time okay guys 
I also like that they only use dudes because apparently women don't watch pornography. Mm, and women don't j- j- masturbate. Yeah, well, there's no vibrators on the campus of BYU, apparently. Mm. Yes, this is, uh, Adam and Eve must not deliver there. I guess so. They must be banned. But yeah, this is why motherfuckers get married. So, like, back in the day yeah, when, 15, like... 15, 16, 12. Yeah, back in the day when religious was, religion was, like, extremely heavy in certain areas. It still is. Why you think that motherfuckers getting married at 13? Because as soon as your dick gets hard, you're like, I need to marry something. Can't do anything with this. Can't touch it. Can't fucking, can't, you know, can't, ain't supposed to be out here having sex. You know, obviously, if I have oral or sex or anything else, that's some type of side of me. That's wrong. Shit's got people fucked up, man. Yeah, um, and and mm-hmm. how are they enforcing these rules? Like, somebody has to tell on you? Yeah, that's what, that's what they told that guy to do. He's like, they're going to call you a tattletale, but don't let that stop you in the great battle with the enemy. Like, what? Who's the enemy? What is the great battle? How do you win? Who's keeping score? When is it over? Is ah! it like the occupation of Afghanistan? Are we just going to be there forever? When you graduate? Yeah. When, when does the great battle end at BYU? And if the battle includes jacking off, I don't want to fight this war. Okay. <laughs> I didn't hurt anybody. Jacking off never hurt anyone. Um, it's just weird. It's like some form of mind control or some shit. Um, here's a, something I saw the other day. Um, I thought was pretty interesting. What's up? I stay at home watching TV sometimes and I watch these court shows. Mm-hmm. I thought this case was interesting. When we first met eight years ago, I used to date men. She used to date females. You know, somehow we had an attraction for each other and we got into a relationship. Two years later, we had our first child. Whoa! Joshua and Dejeuner are an unlikely pair, as Joshua used to date men and Dejeuner dated women. But they fell in love so hard that they left their same-sex relationships behind and made a life together. Now, after eight years and two children together, Joshua says Dejeuner is getting on his last nerve and he's about to call the whole thing off. In this relationship, yeah. It's like we basically switch roles. I'm like the mom and she's the dad. You know, I stay at home cooking, cleaning, washing clothes, taking care of my two kids while she's outside in the club turning up with God knows I'm who, doing what up. you want to do. And you doing your thing, walking around thinking you Chris Brown, girl, you need to go sit down somewhere. Ah! Can Joshua and Dejeuner get back that love and feeling? Or will this unique relationship succumb to the conflict? I unpacked this bag. I saw five in his bag today on divorce court <laughs> oh that was i bet you that was a good case listen i realized the other day that the reason that court shows stay on the air the reason that they're so good there is nothing that can happen in your life you know nothing crazy ratchet whatever that like with the, when it has a lot of drama and you like end up fighting somebody whatever whenever you try to explain that shit calmly after the fact it will always be funny mm-hmm. every single time it doesn't matter it makes sense to you at the time but yeah when you're sitting there throwing up them your, your honors and all this shit between you know uh well your honor uh what happened was i had scored the winning basket and then he did not appreciate that so he took the basketball and threw it at me and hit me directly in my chest you know and then they get these sassy ass judges that are like oh lord hold up what did you do then 
<laughs> you know, like it's like it's always good. Like these are it's tough to put the remote down when these fucking uh, uh, well, shows are on. Because I, I will I will sit here going, oh, are we gonna listen to the case. <laughs> right. That's like twenty more minutes of this shit. But yeah, that that's just a preview for it. And yeah, the previews always, you know, salacious and good and shit. It's like uh Mary claims that her sister slept with her boyfriend and now she wants her pool stick back. You know, it's like <laughs> it's never like it's never just some some regular like cuz they can't do anything like uh but small claim shit and the story around it is always crazy. So it'll be like I need my uh I need my car back from you. But the reason it was over there is because you were sleeping with my man. So, then, you oh, know man. what I mean? There's always something in between. So I'm suing that. you for the price of the car. Right. We used to be best friends, but then you stole my car and my man. And they'll have him in there <laughs> and shit. It's crazy. But, yeah, they they figured out the secret, man. Um, wow. Yeah, and it's good. It's good. Yeah, um, real good. There's also uh, there's also this. Um, it's Black History Month. Okay. And somebody... Uh, finally invented what I believe is the perfect black history song. And I'm not talking about lift every voice and sing. Okay. I know everybody listens to that and they think that that is good. And uh, some people think it's disrespectful if you go on their podcast and you don't sing it right. If you sing Captain Planet or something instead, they get mad at you. <laughs> but take it personal. Right. For me personally, I've always been looking for a good, Black History Song, and now Saturday Night Live has one in a skit that is perfect. February is Black History Month, and uh, we have a presentation from Kevin, Tyrese, and Michelle. Get on up here. All right. Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman. Uh. Hold up, it's that time of the year again. It's our month to shine, everybody lend your ear again. We about to get it in and set it off mentally. It really don't teach you stuff in school, it's a mystery. Black history, our forefathers paved the way. Here's 28 reasons to hug a black guy today. Number one, we deserve a chance. Two through 28, slavery. To give a black guy a hug So many moments, so many heroes So show our people love White people, we ain't trying to brawl You know we ain't mad at all of y'all We love Michael McDonald and Daryl Hall Put your hands up if you're down with the cause Keep them up if your ancestors owned us That's real hip, but allow me to play devil's advocate. What? Um, sit down. I'm sorry. She better sit down. <laughs> 28 reasons for this season. Power to the people. Yeah, put your hands up. So many moments, so many heroes. So show our people love. We wanted many reasons. Did a lot of research for slavery kept coming up. <laughs> When I say slavery, you say sorry. Slavery. Sorry. Slavery. 
Oh my god. <laughs> 28 reasons. I, I need that music in my background. 28 reasons. It's pretty catchy. I'm serious. I like that right now. Yeah, it's pretty catchy. And, uh, yeah, I saw that and I was like. Number 18, slavery. <laughs> yeah, I was Number like, five, hip hop. Nah, it's still slavery. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was accurate and good. Ah, um, that was excellent. Devil's advocate. She was like, "Nah, sit, sit down. Ain't, <laughs> ain't no devil advocate this time. What, what can you say to go against that, sir?" <laughs> right. Uh, I like was like, "Uh, keep your hands up if you own our ancestors." Yeah, and everybody was like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. Um, I saw some more good news today. Cartoon Networks Adult Swim is expanding its hours to earlier than eight p.m. Eastern time. Good. I mean, to earlier, which is at 8, 10, 8 p.m. I think it used to start at like 10, 10. or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, Nine. Lo- For those of you out there that, uh, I know a lot of adults that like fuck cartoons. But for those of you out there that actually love cartoons, please get on Adult Swim. They have some great, great shows. Ain't our show, uh, coming back with the rapper dude, um, with the uh lord of squad boys um i don't know when but it normally comes back around this time of year uh hopefully it got renewed and i would love to see some more of a odd future um yes. lord of squad um, cheese cheese i like cheese i like cheese uh children's hospital rick and morty robot chicken uh, eagle shows. heart um just a ton of good stuff yeah, and a lot of su- squid billy yeah like, like squid it's some shows that are like 15 minutes yeah. Some shows are like 30 minutes, but man, it, it, they have some of the best, uh, comedy show. What is that new one that we was watching with the dude talking about the white women in their booties? Oh, uh, what, why'd you bring up white women? It, the, he's just talking about women. Oh, women. Uh, but it's space dandy. Space dandies. Yeah. Space dandy. Oh, dandy. Space dandy. Space dandy. Yeah. yeah okay. That's his name. Space dandy. Oh, cause, oh, cause most of the time he go to boobies and, you know. Yeah. Well, it's not all, only white women on the show, but yes, um, it is a lot of, uh, different, um, uh, he has a healthy appreciation for boobies and, and, and butts and mm-hmm. it's hilarious to listen to him explain it, but it's also high quality. I mean, it's made by the same people that made, um, Samurai shampoo. shampoo and Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not like they're going out and just getting nobody. Rick mm-hmm. and Morty is done by Dan Harmon, who's also the creator of, uh, Community. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think people should be checking this out, man. I like that it's starting earlier. Cause half the time all they're doing, you know, they're showing replays of like Family Guy and shit like that. And that's cool, but I, you know, I like their original programming and anytime they get more time to put more on, uh, I think it's gonna be better because it's uh it's funny. It right now, Adult Swim already ranks number one in adults eighteen to thirty four on basic cable, and it's coming off of its most watched year ever. Yeah, because they literally have some of the best uh shows. They're funny. A lot of them are very original. A lot of them they they if you put like this, if you can hang with our sense of humor, you're gonna love a lot of these shows. And to me. Um, especially like the space dandy and adult content. And no, that's probably why at first they started yeah, but, TN. but by adult, it's not like vulgar no, or yeah. like too ridiculous, but some of the comedy is, is pretty out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you watch regular show, adventure time, yes. uh, even, um, some of the same concepts, gumball, I would yep. say like oh, you, the great adventures of gumball. 
yeah the yeah like you're already kind of watching some adult, adult swimish swim. type content yes you are and those are the early primetime shows anyway so they're gonna just keep those shows and then you know have the adult swim stuff on and i think people give it a chance man i think you guys will even enjoy some of the far out stuff like uh uh eric andre show squid billies mm-hmm, squid billies um uh aqua teen hunger force yes. like uh venture the the venture brothers i remember when um mm-hmm. i used to tell chris from insane check about these shows and he just hadn't really watched them or thought about it yet and um he, now he you know he watches probably as much as us man so mm-hmm. uh i think if you give it a chance you guys would would really enjoy it and yes you know a lot of shows are shorter so it's just 10 minutes out of your schedule you know um, you want to hear hundreds of people get fired at the same time? Uh oh. This is a conference call. Um, conference call. Mm-hmm. Hi everyone, it's uh, Lee Zerilli Lewis. Um, after being restructured in connection with the creation of the joint venture with Hell Global, Hell Global has decided uh, which patch employees will receive an offer of employment to move forward in accordance with their vision for patch and which will not. Um, unfortunately, your role has been eliminated and you will no longer have a role at Patch. Uh, and today will be your last day of employment with the company. You will receive an email after this call from Patch HR that will provide you with a summary of your separation benefits. In addition, uh, attached to that email will be some FAQs and next steps uh, document outlining what you need to do to return your assets, submit your vacation to be paid, and get details on info sessions scheduled to help you understand the impact of your benefits. Um, access to email for impacted employees will remain active until 5 p.m. Uh, today, uh, local time, for you to alert your contacts. Uh, in addition, the use of your company-owned technology will be allowed until Friday so that you have time to remove any personal files from your computer. Hale and AOL appreciate everyone's hard work and commitment to this point in building Patch into the business it is today. You will receive a complete separation package via mail to your home address that we have on file within 48 hours of uh, today. Thank you again, and uh, best of luck. You left me a motherfucking voicemail. Well, it was a conference call. They had a conference call globally for all their journalists, hundreds of them, literally, and laid all of them off at the same time. Oh, but they probably all in different locations. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, but that's so impersonal. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't go to work when it's fucking snowing outside and there's ice all over the place, Karen. Because at the end of the day, these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about you. No, they, they will fire you via conference call, and you out here spinning around trying to trying to save your life from sliding off a bridge, so you can get to work at seven in the morning when it's two degrees outside, and no one's gonna be there but you anyway. They're not gonna save you. They don't give a fuck. Why? What company was this? Uh, Patch is the name of the company. And and the thing is, I think it must okay. It must depend on what you do, because it's certain companies the the shit that certain people jobs work with is so confidential that if you do this, they will fuck up all your shit. I know some jobs they call you to a room and you can't even go back in there. They're like, mm-hmm, uh, tell us where your shit is and we'll pack that shit up for you because you ain't turning nothing over. 
yeah apparently they laid off two-thirds of their employees um yeah um aol bought the company a couple years back um and then a company called hell bought them and then hell was like hell no y'all ain't got no job and kicked everybody off the payroll um so yeah people put in you know all this this these years of work and uh you know motherfuckers get laid off man it was this is what happens with journalism too you know a lot of people outprice themselves i'm sure they were proud to be paid for what they did but Mm -hmm. let's be honest too many people are giving away journalism for free too many people are giving away uh thought pieces for free too many people Mm -hmm. are signing up with you know it's like okay i'll do the huffington post is huffington post gonna pay me no but it'll help me get a couple clicks couple hits on my twitter and stuff like that and people sign away their you know everything for that well when i'm a a professional journalist who's being paid to do this who actually do research and yeah and 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 actually possibly some of these people probably didn't do research okay i mean if whatever it is i get paid and other people do the same shit or better for free of course i got fired true you know well look at the competition bad i mean because it's it's just one it's it's, especially if you're somebody like that who takes a job seriously and you get paid for it and especially if you're the type of person who goes and fact checks and all that shit you like motherfucker what i'm doing i can't do without money like i i I can't just do this i I can go write some bullshit and smack it up then call an article and get paid for and, and get nothing for it that's the case why are you even in the field can you even imagine that hey um conference call come in the conference room all right cool let me just grab some donuts uh actually uh those are company donuts just leave those there just leave those co- yeah those are company donuts uh put the company coffee down please uh just come on in the conference room real quick i also like that they were like uh you have until 5 p.m local time to email all your contacts tell them you ain't got no job a bullshit. <laughs> who am i emailing nope i'm not emailing a goddamn person <laughs> i don't work for you why am i why am i you're well, not you might, paying me well, you're a journalist you might want to tell them where to find you you know these are your contacts that you created over years of working for this company right so you may want to maybe there's maybe it's a job maybe you go hey man if y'all are hiring hook me up okay if that's the find case me in yeah. my personal email it's journalist at gmail because my ass got fired Okay, if that's the case, yeah, but I'm not doing nothing on your behalf. And uh, you t- talk about you got into a certain time to return your uh your laptop. Fuck that, I might burn it and say charge me. Fuck you. Nick Jew says did they did a they did this at a place where I worked. Told us they were spraying for ants, cleaned out folks' desk. You serious? Mm-hmm. Called fo- folks and told them to meet at La Quinta down the street the next day and fired over a hundred people. By the way. Uh, only this just goes back to my theory that only bad things happen at La Quinta Inn. Okay, yeah. never read a story or heard a, a tale from anybody that ended in a La Quinta Inn and something good happened. Nobody, nobody, not once. There's La Quinta they, Inn. They couldn't fire at the good hotel. It's where dreams go to die to be smothered in their sleeps. Ah! Um, Seattle Super Bowl win made gambling history, Karen. That's right. I even lost a dollar. Okay, I made a oh, bet. Shit. I told people I will make dollar bets. I don't know why more of you people didn't sign up for this. If they email me, the black dial tips at gmail.com and they wanted to bet on some of the, um, you know, some of the, uh, prop bets for the Super Bowl that I would take some of their bets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, some of the people actually, you know, took me up on it or one person particularly. 
he emailed me and said hey man i want to get in on some of this action i said sure he said um i want um peyton manning throwing more than 279 yards and i want um i want west welker dropping one pass i said hold up i won't do the west welker dropping a pass no I, that's I think bound that's, to happen yeah these yeah. niggas hit way too hard come on now but i will take you uh peyton manning will get less than 280 yards or 279 yards how many yards did peyton manning end up with three something didn't he no 280 <gasps> one yard are you serious i lost a dollar by one yard you for real yes man he got me <laughs> but uh i wasn't the only one who lost money Mm-mm. um According to RJ Bell of pregame.com, bettors lost $19.7 million in Las Vegas, largely because bettors, uh, at a 68% clip sided with the Broncos. It was the worst day for bettors in Super Bowl history. Damn. Seattle's win made Super Bowl spread history also. The Se- Seattle, who ended the game two and a half point underdogs, ended up covering the spread by 37 and a half points. Woo. That's the largest cover of any team in the 48 year history of the Super Bowl. The previous record belonged to the 1987 Washington Redskins. They covered by 35 points in Super Bowl, uh, 22 or something, uh, beating the Broncos 42 to 10 after being three point underdogs. Wow. The house almost always wins for the 22nd time in the past 24 Super Bowls. Vegas came out ahead of the betters. The last time sportsbooks lost the Super Bowls in 2008 when the Giants upset the 16 and 0 New England Patriots. Even then, Vegas came out just 2.6 million in the red. Uh, underdogs have covered in six of the past seven Super Bowls. Hmm. Green Bay Packers were the last favorite to cover the spread when they beat Pittsburgh 31 to 25 as three point favorites. Uh, no sports book gave individual odds on Seahawks Seahawks linebacker Malcolm Smith winning the Super Bowl MVP. Like all unlisted players, Smith was part of the field wager, which paid twenty to one in most places. Wow. Yeah, so they pick certain players. Like, will Richard Sherman do it? Will uh But he's like special teams, right? Marshawn Lynch will well Richard Sherman's not special teams. I mean, no, no, no. Who used to do one Super Bowl? No, no, no. He he was a linebacker. He just wasn't a player that oh, did they, they thought was a I see what you're saying. Know, he was one of the people that they named. Right. Yeah. Uh the mo- most sports books had uh, the odds of a Super Bowl safety at eight to one. A safety being the first score of Super Bowl was valued at sixty to one. Um not one million to one. Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban lied about that. Uh, the 10 billion, Mark Cuban was on Twitter saying, Oh, I had the first play being a safety. I'll just want a million dollars or something like that. Um, which is wrong. Yeah. But still 60 to one, you put $1 in, you get $60. 60. Um, beat that. experts estimate that legal gambling in Las Vegas accounts for 1% of all Super Bowl bets. By that metric, there was nearly 12 billion bet on the Super Bowl. Uh, that sounds astronomically uh, high, but it's totally legit. It's more than the GDP of certain countries, Nicaragua, Zimbabwe, and Albania. That's also more than the yearly revenue of Fortune 500 companies like Visa, Marriott, Hershey, Heinz, and Whole Foods. Shit. That's a lot of money. Yes, sir. Um, after Joe Namath's second toss landed on tails, the head-to-head Super Bowl record between heads and tails is tied at 24. So in 48 Super Bowls, it is 24-24 for heads and tails. Wow. 
um and renee fleming's anthem came in at two minutes and three seconds more than 20 seconds faster than the over under of her anthem length it was one of the longer anthems in recent years but far quicker than alicia keys record setting two minutes 36 seconds at mar- marathon from last year <laughs> she was singing wasn't she was yeah. like, bitch get off get off stage because you know a lot of those people be you know singing the national anthem they be stretching it Oh, he say, 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 say. I'm not on say yet. Say, say. They ain't do no R. Kelly. Right. And they be doing all that shit. And bring the dancers out. Yeah. R. Kelly still got the best national anthem of all time. Yes, he does. I mean, he too I'm about to say, do you got the clip of it? That's my jam. Uh, I might can find it, but, uh, he, uh, two step to the national anthem. Um, and, uh, I think, uh, for my money, the best national anthem of all time, him pedophile and, or not. Him and Mava Gay. Oh, can you see by the dawn's early light? At one point, I think he even says, put your hands together or some shit. He does! He literally has dancers in the the ring ring. dancing around him, y'all. Two stepping. In the name of the national anthem. No more. That wave, that wave. Not that wave, but that wave. To the left, to the right, to the left. Drop it low, drop it low. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> they they two stepping in the middle of the ring, y'all. Come on, clap your hands. Got a breakdown. <laughs> who do you think did the best uh, you know what man rape all the little kids you want okay oh no that, no just, hey no. just get the girl no i don't care no it's fine. no it was that good no you know sometimes i, I sometimes I, when you make a jam no, you know what i'm saying you no. got to you got to pee on a little kid and no. uh i forgive you that's what no. i know uh you wanted it played so that you know it has that kind of effect I don't mean I want you that man to be on kids. He was just praising our country. Oh, Lord. Sometimes, now, now I need a palate cleanser. Sometimes a patriot 
needs to pee on somebody oh lord to you get, get all the vitriol say, out of the system i said now let's hear like marvin gale whitney houston or somebody I can't, I, we can't end no on that. no we ended on r kelly no <laughs> that was good enough for me i don't need anything else he put it down my favorite part of that video is sugar shane mosey next to um uh al uh what is uh the golden boy's name um alex the fuck is that dude's name um <laughs> Why am I drawing a blank on it? But anyway, my man, um, my man, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, yeah, yeah, yeah. My man Sugar Shane is getting it, and he trying not to let him know he get it. Like, he, <laughs> like, he had that little, like, mm, this my shit. And Oscar De La Hoya is looking like, this nigga is fucking up the national anthem. Everybody's going to be mad. <laughs> Sugar Shane did not care. He was jamming. He's, he was two steps with the people in the, in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's why you get to abuse little kids if you make a jam like that. No. In the land. He was good. Bloody brave. Come on now. Bloody brave. Cop your hands. <laughs> Who the fuck has a breakdown in the middle of the Star Spangled Banner? I watched that in a room full of upset white people. It was did, did, Bernard what, Hopkins was fighting somebody. What, didn't me you go sit over Derek's house? No, you weren't. No, this wasn't one of those. This, okay. this was at this other dude's house and lived way off in the middle of like Huntersville and um i it was just me and like eight white people and the the boxing always brings out the racial divide mm. anyway i don't know why but don't me you know it, but it's just one of those sports you know if you watch a latino person fight a black person it's like racially split all the time same thing i don't know why it's like a primitive thing but um it was so funny because uh that happened and it was like I was jamming, and then I turned around, and I was the only one jamming. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you guys didn't like that." It's <laughs> like, so what did he do to the national anthem? I was like, "He jazzed it up. He remixed that shit. It was good." <laughs> Me and Derek were the only ones partying. Derek's like, "Me and Derek were the De- only ones partying." Because Derek got it. Yeah. Derek was like, "Oh shit, now." Me and Derek started <laughs> laughing immediately. It was like, "R fucking Kelly." That's why you don't hire R Kelly to do it. No, but like this, that's our jam. Like when we used to uh, watch uh, the games at uh, Bailey's when they would come up with the four commercial. My, like, this is our country. Yeah, yeah, this is our country. This is from the East Coast. Yeah, Dude, and it was funny though because like me and Roderick and like a table full of like ten to fifteen white dudes would all bust out and sing that song. Yeah, at one point, man, we was remixing it. it was having a good time. Yes, it was like from slavery <laughs> yes. to abortion. <laughs> we would just be singing dumb shit. Yeah, and everybody busts the out. Highway this. back home. Yep, this is our, our country. country. They beat them high. They uh, beat them low. Cause this is our country. Uh, Sacramento, California. The California Assembly approved two bills on Wednesday intended to rein in aggressive paparazzi who pursue celebrities. Good. AB one two five six and AB thirteen five six. Both by Assemblyman Richard Bloom, Democrat, Santa Monica, won approval in the Assembly and were sent to the State Senate. One of the bills makes it illegal to interfere with someone trying to enter or leave a building. Bloom said it was not about paparazzi, but about protecting children and others who are affected by aggressive photographers at places such as schools and hospitals. That bill, AB 1256, was approved with a 52 to 16 vote. Who votes against this? (laughs) right yeah what the fuck is wrong with you people (laughs) no you should be able to take pictures of celebrities while they picking their kids off of school i don't give a fuck yeah no my my thing is this i i i I approve of this because the average person 
is not to the point where they're that recognizable, but people that are have to deal with this. And like, 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 let's say like a tragedy happens. Those people have to deal with this too. All of a sudden you can't go anywhere without you being picture snaps. These people jump over, jump over, um, they fences, snap in their backyards. They follow their kids. They follow their families. You know, I don't think people really realize how much they, they stand in front of their cars, don't allow them to move, make their cars go off. Like, they do all kinds of shit to snap pictures. And it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's some people who want it. It's a difference between me calling you and saying, hey, I'm about to walk out the door, and you just doing shit to snap a goddamn picture. And my thing is this is an invasion of privacy once you get to a certain extent because it's like you don't give a damn about me being a human being. Yeah, and and also, like, maybe paparazzi are in these dudes' pockets. You know, a lot of these votes and stuff is from people that – you know, they've been lobbied to. I wonder if paparazzi has a lobby. You know, if they're like, hey, man, here's some money. Pass our shit. You know, don't let these motherfuckers stop us from taking pictures of their kids. And it's not like um they're going to stop. What will happen is just you'll have to call the police now probably. And they'll, you know, get a slap on the wrist, go downtown or something. But if, you t- if you're telling me that, uh you know, uh Nicolas Cage goes into his backyard and, uh, pisses on a plant um paparazzi aren't gonna sneak in and try to take a picture of that they're gonna do it of course you know they don't give a fuck this is can you catch them and call the police like it's not gonna stop them. these they're pretty much disgusting human beings i mean they're you know they say if you've ever watched tmz the stuff they say to celebrities to try to just get a response i mean they're trying constantly all the time who knows how many times those opportunities happen where they don't get a response but they just said something inflammatory where, you know, it's like, hey, hey, Joe Queen Phoenix, uh, your, your brother, was he a pussy because he killed himself? Huh? Say something? Click, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And then if you react to it and you're like, man, fuck you, dude. You're an asshole. Don't talk to me. Then all of a sudden it's, look at Joe Queen Phoenix. He lost his shit on national TV. Yeah, when, they, when they're not saying that they harassing you the whole two blocks down the yeah. way to the restaurant. You know, I've seen celebrities in recent years, you know, and obviously uh people are upset by it and I understand why, but... You know, dudes go off calling somebody a faggot or a nigger or something like that. And you're like, that's fucked up. I wonder what happened before that, before they started recording, because something fucked up happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, people, it's not right either way, but yeah, still, but something happened. Put something provoked that response. Nobody gets off a plane and just starts calling people racial slurs and mm-hmm. homophobic slurs. Shit happens in between that. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just weird that... Anyway, I'm glad the shit passed. Um, Me too, and I'm still pissed at the people that was like, nah. The other bills would explain the state's definition of stalking to include unwanted surveillance that has no legitimate purpose. Bloom says surveillance would still need to meet other criteria for stalking, including that a credible threat had been made and the subject fears for their safety and at least once demanded to be left alone. That bill passed 52 to 14, uh, 15. Who are these people that don't give a fuck about people's that like, nah, nah, I'll keep stalking them. I like that one person didn't vote this time. He's like, I object. Or maybe I have to go take a piss. I'll be right back. Oh, damn it. I meant to vote for that. <laughs> ah, I wanted them to be able to take pictures of you. Oh. And even after you said no. Other legislation intended to deter, deter paparazzi was approved last year. News media organization opposed the latest bills, and several Republican lawmakers voted against both on Wednesday. Assemblyman, Assemblyman, I wonder, maybe it's because they hate the liberal Hollywood elite or something. 
Yeah, I want cameras on these sons of bitches. They vote for Democrats anyway. I mean, cause, yeah, because my thing is like, you voting against shit that affects you. So when some shit happened, or, or well, not affect. What do you mean affects you? Because these be- people aren't. They don't feel like they're the same as you know Shia LaBeouf. No, they don't. But like, you let people like Chris Christie, you know, like you let stuff happen for people in the Senate and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The, these folks gonna be stalking your ass. Oh yeah, I see you let you let a scandal break out or some shit like that. Yeah, they like, just don't see it as affecting them because yes. they're not they're not celebrities. But you're gonna be on the other side of that. Right, right. Well, possibly not. I mean, not if, everybody, but, yeah, but only if something happens to but, these sixteen people. But you it's know? a possibility that something may happen. Yeah, it's possible for all of us. Actually, yeah, that's true. Assemblyman Donald Wagner, Republican of Irvine, said AB one three five six infringes on the First Amendment rights and goes way too far to prohibit lots of conduct that is legitimate news gathering. Scale this back, this bill back. Make it apply only to paparazzi. Make it apply only to the kind of stalking that we're concerned about. So he's saying like, you know, maybe a fan could, I mean, I don't know, I don't know why a regular person with a camera would be okay (laughs) to do this, but not paparazzi. I mean, if it's annoying, it's annoying, right? Yes. You know, you're surveilling me, you're stalking me. It's like, but I'm just a fan. It's like, well, that is also fucked up. Leave me alone, fuck all the police. And you're a fan with a $15,000 camera. Or even if it's a cell phone camera, it doesn't fucking matter what kind of camera it is. Ain't that the truth? If it's annoying, it's annoying, right? That's right. (laughs) The, the bill followed legislation signed by Governor Jerry Brown last year that imposes tougher penalties for paparazzi and others who harass the children of celebrities by taking photos or videos without parental consent in a harassing manner. Celebrities include Halle Berry and Jennifer Garner testify in favor of that legislation. Berry told lawmakers that constant presence of photographers yelling and snapping pictures has made her daughter scared to go to school. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's, and I, and I completely understand that. Especially, uh, if, if, uh, you want your child to somewhat have a normal life, per se, mm-hmm. that's over. Basically, you know, and you have to think as your child gets older, I, you know, is your child gonna have to be the child that walks around with bodyguards and shit like that? Because, you know, for between the time, anytime your child's outside, they're at the playground, they wanna have a normal life. It's, Hey, and you know your child's not famous you are uh gop congressional candidate spousal rape shouldn't be a crime senator dick black fought a block what is this fucking with women fought to block a state a statue of lincoln and invited a reporter to watch him viewing violent rape porn on a library computer now he's looking for a promotion. After taking a drubbing in last year's state election, the Virginia Republicans are debating whether their party has come to be defined by its extremists. But in the congressional district in northern Virginia, one of the state's main instigators of cultural war affair, State Senator Richard H. Dick Black, is running in the Republican primary to replace longtime GOP moderate Republican Frank Wolf, who is retiring. And he's guaranteed to ignite wedge issue passion. Exhibit A, as a state legislator, black opposed making spousal rape a crime, citing the impossibility of convicting a husband accused of raping his wife when they're living together, sleeping in the same bed, she's in the nighty, and so forth. So, it's impossible. Wow. So basically, your hub, your wife is like your piece of furniture. You can just do what the fuck you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. You can rape your furniture and nobody can say a word. Yeah, you can punch it, you can kick it. Mm-hmm. You could throw it out. Well, you he didn't say. It, you can well, he didn't it. say. He didn't say. Um, 
punching and kicking was okay, okay, but if it was a violent rape where, you know, there was, I mean, I guess all rape is violent, but where, yes. like, you literally beat them up and there was, like, there was no, uh, there's just absolutely no, um, chance that that didn't happen from some consensual sex, even in that case, because this is what they do is like, he puts it in a case where it sounds like, well, you know, they're living together, sleeping in the same bed. She's gone a nighty. They're having sex. I mean, how do you, and she can't just walk in there and be like, now nah, I've been raped, even though they just been having sex as married couples. Right. That sounds a little crazy. That's the least, that's the least extreme form. But if it's somebody like say, maybe you got a separation, but you're not officially not married. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, maybe you don't even really live together anymore. Maybe mm-hmm. you're staying with your sister. Yep. If this dude forces himself on you, you go to the police, they can go, well, technically you're married. You can't file charges. That's basically, that's the more likely of the, the fucked up situations that, that actually is not as shut and closed as, as how he tried to make it. Mm-mm. Not to mention, you know, obviously it could just happen, period. But just mm-hmm. like, here's a situation where most people would go, yeah, that was, pro- that was a rape. You know what I mean? Where most people, reasonable people would go, that was a rape. And this dude wants to make sure that you can't file charges in that situation because you're technically still married. Like, and you're that's a woman and, and you're, you 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 being raped does, doesn't mean anything because odds are it's not going to be reversed where a woman rapes a man. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Black has referred to emergency contraceptive, contraception, which does not cause abortion as baby pesticide. Black also fought to block a statue of Abraham Lincoln as a former Confederate site at a former Confederate site in Richmond. He wasn't sure he explained at the time that statues of Lincoln belonged in Virginia. He had argued that abortion is a worse evil than slavery and wants to demonstrate why libraries should block pornography on their computers. Black invited a TV reporter to film him using a library terminal to watch violent rape porn. So to be like, this is why they need to block it. Cause I'm in here watching violent rape porn. It's like, well, if you weren't in here, nobody would be watching it. Right. But still, I am. It's like, okay, um, mm-hmm. sir. Uh, and he's like, now leave. I'm getting kind of hard. Uh, <clears throat> hopefully they are married and this is okay. In 1998, Black was elected as delegate, uh, to, was elected a delegate to the Virginia House. He sparked multiple battles over social issues until he was voted out of office in 2005. But Black, you're fucking nuts. But Black wasn't done in 2011 after moving several times around Northern Virginia to search for a friendly district. Black was voted back into the legislature, this time to the state Senate. So he's just looking for a place to get back into. Yeah, politics. you get in there. You start talking about 50 percent of the constituents and shit like that. Talking about we should be allowed to rape you and beat you and all this shit. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he must have moved to a district with all men. convicted rapist men who uh, were separated from their wives and love rape porn. And GOP, in the GOP nomination fight to replace, you know what's crazy is I wouldn't even know where to find violent rape porn if I wanted to. I ain't that because I don't want to see that shit. But even if you wanted to, it's not like readily available. How no, do you know to find not. that? It's, like it, if you really Google, isn't. if you Google violent rape porn, nothing's gonna come up. Probably mm-hmm. like the FBI's website. Like, oh yeah, nobody's F- okay with this. Yeah, you Google that shit. FBI, FBI got the first link is gonna be like, click on this, you going to jail, nigga. Yeah, he must have knew where to go or something. Like the closest I can get is some freaky Japanese porn stuff, but that shit's all consensual and it's never violent. All like, consensual. Can't be hitting women and shit, dog. Like, there's nothing good about it. So, 
wonder where the fuck he went man that's that's crazy like he got to already be a freak to know where to go somebody told him yes yeah uh in the gop nomination fight to replace wolf black who commands substantial support among the conservatives grassroots read the tea party probably would have a strong chance to be his moderate opponents if the party chooses to nominate candidates through a convention rather than a primary black sometimes raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for his house races tea partiers and social conservatives have dominated virginia republicans nominating contests in recent years the party will decide between two on january on, on january 23rd republicans have held the seat black seat is seeking for 14 years but the congressional district voted for mitt romney by only a slim margin in 2012 a not so conservative republican nominee may be key to keeping the seat in the republican hands since returning to legislature in 2011 black has preferred to present himself as a fiscal conservative not a fire-breathing social conservative which in all fairness you never know which he is like there's a good chance that even his social stances were as bullshit as his fiscal stances or you know or maybe he holds those still holds those same values and he's just keeping it close to the vest but because a lot of times these people will say whatever it takes to get elected yep and then like pat mccrory did here and got elected and you're like motherfucker you can't cut everything because even here in our state which is a shame. Do you know in our state within the next, uh, I think few days, mm-hmm. they, uh, the, the, um, federal government is going to take funding away because, uh, the folks here was fucking letting food stamps, uh, recipients get like months and months and months and months behind. And the federal government finally had to say, motherfuckers, y'all don't get y'all act straight. We're going to strip funding. They was like, whoa, 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 we're going to clean up it now. Fuck you. Well, he may still have to defend his years as Virginia's foremost far right warrior. Black entered politics in the late 1990s after retiring as a military prosecutor. He spoke frequently to media outlets about sexual assault in the military and called and called military rape as predictable as human nature. Thinking of yourself, think of yourself at 25, Black told the newspaper in 1996. Wouldn't you love to have a group of 19 year old girls under your control day in and day out? What? Yeah, if I was a, a, pedo, oh, if I was a rapist. rapist? Black's first political position was with the Lowdown County Library Board, that makes sense, in Northern Virginia, Ah. where he wrote a policy blocking pornography on library computers. The move drew national attention. First Amendment litigation against the Lowdown County Library Board struck down the Black's restrictions Mm -hmm. uh, and wound up costing nearly $100,000 during that time period. Lowdown librarians say they only ever received one complaint about porn on their computers, against black when he pulled his rape pornography stunt yeah so both people it was a problem that wasn't happening and he was determined to make a stand on it yes they was like um nobody else is searching for this shit still black used the controversy to vault himself into virginia the virginia general assembly it's amazing how the shit works how people no one went this is crazy no we're not voting for you from 1998 to 2006, when the Democratic challenger unseated him, although he was rarely successful in passing legislation, Black never missed an opportunity to be at the front lines of every social battle in the state. In 1999, uh, in the massacre at Columbine High School, for example, it inspired Black to suggest legislation requiring Virginia students to address their teachers as ma'am, sir, mister, or missus, or miss. Because Black explained the counterculture revolution of the 70s took war in the classroom, because because before that time public schools were a model of decorum and then we began this thing we've seen play out at columbine 
what so he's gonna solve that by making everybody call their teachers ma'am sir mr miss or mrs oh so that's gonna stop somebody from blowing from shooting up school if they want to yeah um by the way i don't know what kids call their teachers if not those things most i I didn't have any teachers where i could be like hey uh jeff let me ask you something buddy uh when's that yeah. homework due you call them mrs or mr whatever yeah. they last mr huffstetler mr yeah. jones like there was no fucking hey um larry you were saying uh chapter three is that what we're reading tonight they're gonna look at you like eight-year-old what yeah in 2003 black led a fight to prevent a state a statue of abraham lincoln seated with his son tad from gracing the ground of tredegar ironworks a civil war era foundry that supplied the confederate army with cannons Putting a statue to Lincoln there is sort of like putting a Confederate flag at the Lincoln Memorial, adding that the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. Ought, ought to be enough. Black even asked the Virginia Attorney, uh, Attorney General, General Republican Jeff Kilgore to investigate whether any state law prohibits National Park Service, which leases Tredegar from erecting the statue. None did. You know what? I think that this dude purposely is, is he, you know, he's a he's troll. A troll. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah, he just goes around and does shit to get his name and then just rolls on that wave. Then when that wave dies down and he get voted out or they kick him out, he'll find something else to put his name, put his name back on the map. In 2002, as Virginia, as Virginia, uh, general assembly repealed a ban on spousal rape prosecution black wondered if it was really possible for a husband to rape his wife he said changing the law could cause a man enormous fear of the damage to his reputation reputation (laughs) and uh probably enormous fear of women of damage to their uh bodies if his wife ever filed a false rape claim Last month, after the Weekly Standard highlighted Black's remarks on sponsor rape, a member of Black's congressional campaign staff emailed the lowdown progress to say Black was not taking a position for or against marital rape. Yeah, he's not taking a position. He's just saying it happens. And, uh, you know, some people ain't, some people don't like it. Some people do. I don't know. It's like, uh, Woody Allen, huh? Yeah, who really knows what happens, right? As a member of the General Assembly, Black introduced legislation later copied by state Sen- uh, then State Senator King Cuccinelli, um, the GLP's 2014 gu- gubernatorial candidate, that would allow Virginians to purchase a Choose Life license plates with funds going to Virginia crisis pregnancy centers. Since the place became available in 2009, they calculate they've raised $223,000 for these facilities where staff have been, fa- have been found to tell women falsely that abortion increases their chance of breast cancer and infertility. Wow. So yeah, this dude's uh, quite a piece of work. This article goes on for quite a while, but, uh, mm. it, dude, Dick Black, ladies and gentlemen. That's his name? Dick, yeah, I said that. Oh, he, is, he is a dick. He is, yeah, he's living up to the title, uh, Dick Black. Yeah, someone in the chat room put, hey, bitch, what the homework is? Exactly. Who, <laughs> no Whose one, child talks like that to yeah, their teacher? No one is allowed to talk to children like this. Hey, bitch, what we be doing up in school today? We be going outside, huh? Uh, did you guys know that the rate of U.S. abortions has hit a new low under President Obama? Hmm? Not according to the Republicans. It's through the roof. What are we talking about here? Why you lies? Lies! Abortion is at a 40-year low right now, Um, which is, you know, uh, contrary to what Republicans are how you believe. And and maybe also because less people probably are getting pregnant, too, because Mm -hmm. 
now women's contraceptives is free not since the legalization of abortion during the nixon administration in 1973 has the abortion rate been so low as just 16.9 abortions per 1000 pregnancies abortion was made legal in the united states by the supreme court in 1973 when the abortion rate was 16.3 per 1000 pregnancies the american dream was dead young men were forcibly sent to war and okay this is editorializing like shit um um but it's not all good news for children as continuing economic devastation is also credited so people aren't having kids because hey it's expensive can't afford it come on now lowering the abortion rate during the obama family oriented presidency because abortion clinics have been outlawed in the poorer states and because birth control is more widely available and more effective today women are now more likely more likely to prevent a pregnancy rather than risk trying to end it later yes um, which is what pe- i would prefer st- the study of american abortion trends was done by the Guttmacher institute a pro-abortion organization based in new york and washington yeah because it's just one of those things where if you give women the choice and don't strip the choice of having a child or not giving them birth control giving them um control over their bodies and shit like that odds are you're going to have less pregnancies which in return equals less abortions yeah the u.s population has swollen to 317 million a day from just 212 million in 1973 when roe v wade was decided um so yeah this this is crazy man just a 40 year low uh but as far as republicans are concerned yes this guy high and i think that's only because it is a religious issue that gets people out to the polls man like this is one of those things where it's not really a crisis it's not really a big deal honestly most people uh like it's not gonna affect most most people that you know it won't even affect them but it's one of those things where you can get church groups you can get uh religious people out to go vote in the polls if you bring this issue up onto a ballot yeah yeah and And while you're there you probably vote republican yes and 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 also the same some of them women that are protesting Mm -hmm. have had abortions but yet they don't want other people to have the right to it yeah i feel like it's such a losing debate because i feel like they'll never be able to prove this but i think even republican women when they go into the fucking voting booth they vote what the opposite of that shit like there's where whoever whichever candidate sitting up here like and we're gonna need to force these women not to get birth control and to have these babies i think they're like you're right husband and they walk in there and they pull that fucking lever like of course fuck you it's like i'm not doing that shit um former republican presidential candidate mike huckabee's speech before the republican national committee's winter meeting took a bizarre turn on thursday when he blamed big government's uncle sugar for fueling women's libidos who's uncle sugar I don't know why. Sugar Daddy? Which political yeah. story will make headlines in the next 24 hours? Casey Hunt is back with us from the Republican National Committee's winter meetings because, Casey, I think it's going to be Mike Huckabee. Now, let's put the context here. What Mike Huckabee was doing was saying that Republicans are not waging a war on women, that they are waging a war for women, and he accused Democrats of trying to portray women as some weak figures who need protection. But this is the way he phrased it. And if the Democrats want to insult the women of America by making them believe that they are helpless without Uncle Sugar coming in and providing for them a prescription each month for birth control because they cannot control their libido or their reproductive system without the help of the government, then so be it. Let us take that discussion all across America. 
because women are far more than the Democrats have played them to be. And women across America need to stand up and say enough of that nonsense. Now that was Mike. Ha- yeah, they, they always try to like flip it and shit. You know, it's, it's like if Democrats want to help people by giving them assistance when they are down on their luck, those people need to stop being brainwashed, turn around to the Democrats and say, I don't need your help. I would rather starve and die and Yet, and never get help on. because I'm not a punk. And then, and then people, some people will always inevitably be tricked into being like, yeah, you're right. I could do it myself. When it's like, it, you don't have to, like, you know, really, if you're against this stuff, you don't have to do it. That's the thing. Um, no one has to get an abortion. Mm-mm. No one has to get on birth control. Mm-mm. It's all, and, all a choice. Right. And Republicans keep framing it like it's not already a choice. If a woman wants to go the control my libido route, as he says, then uh, they can do that. They can just go, I don't want fucking birth control. It's not like birth control is a picnic for a lot of people. Come on now. It's tons of side effects to it. And I think that's the thing that fucking makes me angry as a woman. People act like it's really, really simple to get on birth control. They don't talk about the bloating. They don't talk about the headaches. They don't talk about the side effects. They don't talk about the tumors it may cause. They don't talk about it's different kinds. You know, some women get shots. Some women get the kind where you actually, you clamp fallopian tubes. It's all kinds of fucking huge and major side effects to it. And some women get on birth controls simply to balance their menstrual cycle like I did. It was one of those things where, hey, where your period at? I don't know. It just decided to take a fucking break. Well, in order to make it regular, we had to get on birth control pills. And so it upsets me when people act like birth control pills is the end all be all. But the thing is this, you, you turn around and you complain about all these uh, unwanted uh pregnancies, but at the same time, you are too stupid and too dumb to understand that at the, be- at the beginning, it's best to prevent it to prevent the pregnancy in the first place and give a woman a choice, then strip her from all the choices and say, well, have this child when you don't know the circumstances of the situation of even bearing a child, if she wants a child, if she got raped, all those situations. And me being a woman, it's just one of those things that fucking piss me off because it's just one of those things where a lot of times, and, and they are stupid ass women too, but a lot of times, uh, men say this when you don't, you, you don't have to deal with the re- repercussions of the consequence of the birth control pills or bearing a child. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's easy to talk about, you know. And yes, it is. And it's easy to tell somebody what to do because you don't got to deal with it. Yes, you don't. You don't have to deal with it. Um, but uh, yeah, there's all kinds of like side effects and stuff like that, and people don't talk about. Uh, a lot of people uh just jump right into like, well, obviously this is because sex. Because Republicans seem to be so obsessed with sex for some reason, where it's like. You know, birth control is about more than sex. Like, yes. women have bodies, and it's not necessarily just for fucking. No, it's you know? not. Like, whether or not they have birth control, it's not like a birth. It's not like birth control is a condom. No, where the only reason I would use it is if I'm physically going to insert something inside and, of something. And and, and and the thing about it too, baby, do they not realize when you deal with any type of birth control? You're fucking with a normal hormonal balance. Women have hormonal balances, just like men do. But you're taking a hormonal balance and you're making it go against its natural structure. You're going to have side effects to this, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's, like I said, you can gain weight. Um, you can. Blood clots. Yeah. A bunch of shit that <laughs> happens 
people aren't doing this just with no consideration it's something i have to take every day that goes inside my body if i'm doing that then i'm thinking about it you know what i mean like it is funny how it just you know republicans are just like republicans with everything so much of their legislation seems to be like how do we keep these bitches from fucking we can't figure it out you know what i mean like that seems to be everything it's like yeah we just think women should have a choice to be to have birth control if they want to they can have a choice to have an abortion if they want to what what i just don't get that are you trying to say women can't stop fucking it's like well a lot of women don't you know they yep. but we're saying Come whatever you know if they want to a lot we, of women are on birth control yeah that are not fucking and they, they don't need to be it yeah like to me this republicans might as well be against seat belts like that's how yeah. it is to me where it's like this is a safer thing for a person where they're like yes. i want you know these are the things i've decided to use for my benefit my health or whatever this is a choice I'm making. And then they're just like, yeah, we're against seatbelts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to risk oh, that. Come on. I see you looking up. You had something about the side effects. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I was looking up, um, birth control side effects to see if there's like a, a list. There's, well, there was a YouTube video, but I have, I haven't listened to it before, so I don't know what it's going to say. Birth control pills are an effective form of contraception. They usually come in a round pack. Or rectangular pack and it's up to you the user to make sure that you take the pills on a consistent basis in order for them to be effective unfortunately all forms of birth control have side effects yes they do and most of these side effects will improve if you continue to take the pill over a period of time you may experience some headaches some nausea and some breakthrough bleeding when you're using this form of birth control mm-hmm. If you experience any side effects regarding blood clot formation, such as chest pain, leg swelling, leg pain, headaches that don't go away with Tylenol, any visual disturbances, although these side effects are extremely rare, they do happen to some patients. You should stop the birth control when you experience those side effects and call your doctor. Let me reiterate, those side effects are extremely rare. And while the headaches and the breakthrough bleeding and the nausea are annoying, they will usually get better if you continue to take the pills consistently over two or three packs of birth control. So there you go, guys. Some of the side effects. Because really, it's about women just trying to control their libidos and they can't help but fuck. Come, and come they're on. obviously not considering anything come on. dealing with these side effects when you put this into your body. Because they're... Come. Come women on, and their dude. tiny women brains can't process this come on now and, and like i said that's stuff they don't talk about especially um when you start talking about like breakthrough bleeding and things like that like that's that shit is real like it is not a a simple hey i just pop a pill and no more baby it mm. is a lot more that goes behind that also it's not an abortion and it's not uh contraceptive uh as far as like you know preventing stds and shit mm-hmm. um but it's like I said, anything that gives women a choice what to do with with their own reproductive system, all of a sudden, Republicans just treat it like, no, 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 shame on you for trying to have sex. And I think his point, while he tried to be like, don't let these people control you, let us control you. It comes off super condescending to women, you know? Y'all are stupid. You can't make your own choices and decisions. Let us make those choices and decisions for you. Well, let's play some games. Let's do it. All right, guys. Uh, it's about that time. It's time for everybody's 
well one of everybody's favorite um one of everybody's yeah um it's time for fucking with black people so here is the first one We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Today is fucking with black people time, and today's contestant is none other than comedy legend Jerry Seinfeld. Uh-oh. Jerry Seinfeld is fucking with black people today. Oh shit! Jerry Seinfeld, the most successful comedian in the world, a maker of comedy uh, for uh, for and about white people isn't interested in trying to include non-white anything into his work now for the record i think this buzzfeed article is salacious i think it's over the top and i think it's snarky and it's clickbait okay it's one of those things you do where you okay. want to make somebody sound worse than they did okay and, taking taking right. kind of what they said and um Making it sound worse than it is. Now, he's basically gotten this new series on the web called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. It premiered during the Super Bowl with this old, like, Seinfeld thing or Mm -hmm. something. And honestly, I don't think it wasn't that funny to me. Mm -hmm. Um and I, I like Seinfeld, by the way. I think it was hilarious. I've um, never really watched it. I prefer um, Curb to it because I think Larry David, you know, with having no censorship can take it even further. True. And uh, it seems to kind of be the brains of the operation now that they've kind of gone their separate ways. You know, um, stuff that I've seen was of just Seinfeld has not been as funny as the stuff I've seen of Larry David. Um and uh anyway so they asked him like how come comedians and cars getting coffee is just a bunch of white people like you did seinfeld which is a bunch of white people you did this is a bunch of white people i think and for personally um i think it's a valid question i don't think i mean i don't i mean you don't have to care about this you can your answer could be i don't give a fuck right true and you nobody can right. stop you and people mm-hmm. that don't care they can watch whatever you do anyway and, and you have that right yeah if it's funny it's funny right but that's uh, right he answered the question, and uh, let me play the answer. I have noticed that most of the guests are mostly white males of 22. Uh, let me rewind this. Uh, I have so, noticed uh, that most of the guests are mostly white males of 22 episodes. Yeah, that let's had. get into that. No, I, <laughs> but but you, you take a look over here, Peter. What do you see? A lot of a lot of whiteies. What's going on here? <laughs> But, but I, oh, this really pisses me off. But well, go no, ahead. No, no, I, I, really <laughs> pisses me off. Well, uh, that's okay. I'm go sorry. ahead. But you made a comment on the Tina Fey episode that I yeah. thought was interesting that I'd, I'd like to get your thoughts on a little bit more. You said you were talking to her and you said something about the female comedians. It's a struggle for them to balance their feminine projections with their comedic goals. Yes. And in the context of comedy, not gender diversity, I just want to know what you meant by that. Well, I was kind of curious what it's like to be a woman in comedy as opposed to a man there is a little bit of a difference and i thought that might be an interesting thing to discuss from her perspective she's so successful at it and i was just wondering how she looked at it if she even thought about it and she kind of gave me the answer which is yeah you do have to think about that but you know it's just another thing to think about okay all right fair enough now you but there were a lot of things about uh, comedians and cars in the beginning the first ten i did i think were all white males 
and people were writing all about that, which I... That's I, part of the reason why I asked. I, people had uh, tweeted at me when I said I'm interviewing with Jerry Seinfeld. I said, okay, ask him about their gender diversity on the show. Yeah, I mean, it's, people think it's, it's the census or something. I mean, this has <laughs> got to represent the, the actual pie chart of, of, of America. Who cares? It's just funny. You know, funny is the, is the, is the world that I live in. You're funny, I'm interested. You're not funny, I'm not interested. Okay. And, and I have no interest in gender or race or anything like that, but everyone else is kind of with their little calculating, is this the exact right mix? You know, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think that's, uh, to me, it's anti-comedy. It's okay. anti-comedy. It's, it's more about, you know, PC nonsense okay. than are you making us laugh or not? Right, right. All right. So, um, first of all, I, I want to say, because this happens a lot when this discussion comes up. This happened when I was at my uh, old company when we had this uh, taboos and secrets thing. We're going to talk about the company taboos and secrets. You can ask any question you want, and we will answer it. And uh, my question that I submitted was, um, you know, the, there's not a lot of uh, minorities in positions in the company mm -hmm. that are you know higher than just a you know regular manager. manager you know you look you walk around our company you look in the office not a lot of diversity so i was like you know what is being done to you know address the lack of diversity and their answer was well we have a lot of women that we are trying to get there one of the uh top two people in the company now is an American, uh, even though two of them, you know, the other two are from Copenhagen. Uh, also in the offices, uh, you know, we're hiring more women managers. We have a couple of those, blah, blah, blah. Never brought up race once, never answered that question because, because it weren't, they weren't, they didn't have a good answer for that. Mm -mm. They were prepared for what happens if a woman, but they weren't prepared for why don't we have any, why haven't we found any black people in the company disqualified that, that, not qualified, but that we've decided uh, that stood out at all. You know, it's not yeah, like they, they no have, black person has ever applied for this yeah, shit. Yeah, they are qualified. They just don't. Yeah, you know, like why hasn't has any black person just happened to make make it past a certain level in this company? You know, uh, I think a lot of people like to ignore those kind of things, yes, they do. those type of issues. And those are the people that make sure that uh, whether they help to, whether they want to or not, I feel like their complacency keeps shit status quo and it keeps people from moving forward yes, because they want to put their heads in the sand and not talk about these issues. Well, um, I think that's kind of what Jerry Seinfeld is doing right here where I don't think he's quote unquote the problem. Mm -mm. But as I've said before, I don't believe in like individual in, in general, I don't believe white people, quote unquote, individually are racist. I don't believe mm -hmm. Americans individually uh, necessarily uh, want to see other people from other countries not fail. I don't believe, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't believe a lot of shit individually, but collectively, collectively, I think the way racism works, the way gender uh, issues work, the way homophobia works is a lot of people who don't care, don't do anything. And that's why it continues to be pushed you know so True. uh the same way where you're talking to like i'll be at the basketball court and i'll be talking to somebody and i'll be like yeah kevin Durant, you know he's good or whatever lebron james blah blah, blah. and then one dude will be like yeah man that dude's a fucking faggot or something and you can go huh what where did that come from 
you know but most people just ignore it even if they don't agree if they don't use those terms yeah because they don't want to go into a conversation yeah it's like fuck it uh that dude's a homophobe but in this context of this conversation nobody here is gay why are we worried about it true and most of the time people let that shit slide because you're assuming that nobody's gay yeah, yeah, even just the idea of now I would have to address this societal ill. I don't want to do that. No True. dog in the fight. I don't care. True. I think that's how shit goes is, you know, and I think that's what happened with Jerry Seinfeld is he don't care. And that's the an honest answer. That's probably as truthful as you're going to get. Yes, it is. The true question to that becomes, um, or I guess the question that this raises to me is like, okay, you're saying funny is funny. You don't care about gender. You don't care about race. So you don't happen to know any black funny people. Like you don't happen to have, like you don't happen to have a tapestry of just diversity in your life. Like your life is just surrounded by a certain type of person that is funny. Or is it that you only find these certain people funny? Is it, you know, like, yeah, you know, and and he's not going to, point the finger at himself and ask himself that tough question because i think a lot of times that's where you find uh the uncomfortableness of life when you go huh i don't like any women that you know like mm-hmm. i don't listen to women that are that that are comedians or i don't uh listen to uh certain types of music or mm-hmm. i don't like people don't like to do that they just mm-hmm. go i like what i like and they walk away from it because they don't want to examine why they like something because it's uncomfortable for them true so I think that's what happened with him. Um, and, uh, I think, but I think the BuzzFeed article, uh, or Gawker, the way they wrote it up, I think it's fucked up. I think it's inflammatory. Yeah, Cause it sounds worse than it actually is when you hear it. Yeah. It reminds me of what happened to Kenan Thompson where all of a sudden it was like, he hate women, y'all. And it's like, that's not what, what he said. said. You know what I mean? Like, is like, like he, if it wasn't for him even fucking bringing up the issue, no one would even think about having a black woman on the fucking show in the first place. But mm-hmm. instead it got turned into he don't want no black women on the show, which is a fucking lie. But still, the way that shit is written for these clicks, nobody gives a fuck. Mm-mm. You know? So anyway, the way I came away, come away from this is Jerry Seinfeld, one of the most, uh, influential, uh, comedians of our lifetime, one of the most successful. Don't care about race and for good and bad yeah for good and bad that's right you know it's the snl thing all over again where he doesn't want a certain type of uh comedian so he's not looking for it that's right um this is why larry david is better than him to me thank god larry david doesn't believe this shit because he has we wouldn't have had uh jb smooth's resurrection we wouldn't have had uh the blacks sykes on there too uh wanda sykes is on there Mm -hmm. we want like he sees the world a bit differently and the oddities and differences between cultures and people yeah are what make that show so great true you know not everybody is checked in for that not everybody wants to pay attention to race or gender uh sexual orientation and a lot of people just want to live in their bubbles and not even like i don't want to think about that shit but i like that my favorite comedians think about those things mm-hmm. because those are people that to me that that shape and change the world are people that are thinking about the things that make people uncomfortable not running away from them yeah it- even if that means they have to challenge themselves. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Cause you're challenging yourself. And you that's where to. true comedy is built. When you challenge something, I think when you're irreverent about something that is a bit personal, a bit, you know, so, so this to me is why Jerry is kind of bland. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This, his show and 
friends and some other shows they were very bland to me as far and i never really watched any other shows because in my perspective when i look at it i, I from from my and they came out when i was a lot younger too so i look i'm like well y'all ain't no don't nobody own none of the shows like me why am i even wasting my time watching that yeah and it's a little weird to me because like i follow so many comedians on twitter and facebook and stuff and you'll see some of them kind of defending this shit and you know and i and i agree people are overreacting it's not the worst thing in the world but he's still part of the problem quote unquote because it's this kind of attitude that keeps the status quo the status quo it's this kind of attitude that keeps people from getting opportunities you know um um i saw jl Covan kind of talking about it a little bit and it's like you know jl this might be the kind of shit that keeps somebody from looking at your comedy you know yeah. what i mean because you're not afraid to talk about a racial issue you're not afraid to talk about gender issues you're not afraid to you know you're half black like i can see a person like well you know just i just like funny and funny is funny so i don't do this it's like so what does that mean you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you are you do kind of have this ability to promote and move things and whatnot in the comedy world um so it's all about whether you believe in that responsibility and shit not you know and i i get it i don't necessarily believe in that responsibility i don't think jerry seinfeld owes anybody anything he doesn't need to like go find 12 black people like he said it's not the census true so i agree with him there but you can still be judged for that yes you see uh, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah you have to understand that everybody that looks at that show is not looking at it from your perspective right you can still be judged for that like you're going to be judged for whatever you put out into the world anyway. If what you put out is decidedly not like I'm just not touching anything, I'm just going to keep hiring these white dudes over and over, then people might judge you for it. True. You know, there's a lack of color through Seinfeld. There's a lack of color on Friends. You know, mm-hmm. people notice shit. Like, yes, they do. You can't be mad at people for noticing shit. Yep. Anyway, um, I guess if I had to score this, I would only give it a 25, man. Like, I really think it's more of a hype than it's an actual issue with him true you know what i mean i just think on an individual level he may be a little bit ignorant or just not um just callous like he don't care and you know but 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 people are gonna frame it when he says stuff like funny is funny people are gonna be like so there's no funny black people you know what i'm saying like which which i don't think is what he's saying at all i think he's just saying i have a circle of people that i fuck with they happen to be white we make funny shit i don't really think about it any further than that true and a lot of people function like that right so that's what i think and honestly he probably is scared of race i mean you have a career this long you don't have anything racial to say yeah because he's he's always probably scared of it and and i've heard his stand-up and i like it it's one of those things where he is the quote-unquote safe comedian well and and race is the third rail of this country like it's the thing Mm -hmm. that that people like even if you're not being racist if you're being racial sometimes people will be like you're a racist you're terrible if you say the wrong thing and you're a white dude it could be the end of your fucking career mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh so so i can definitely see why why you know if you don't have an understanding of it or even a consideration for it why you would avoid it and i think that's what he's done his whole career is kind of avoid that shit uh let's go to our next game guys so you're gonna race it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. I said now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. 
that's right it's time for gas the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play articles from all over the globe we ask the audience to guess the race let's get started today okay let's do it um there's a woman who uh is an entrepreneur that created a that created a, a product wait why is this starting with this shit hold on a second let me uh that created a product that is going to change the world. Let's talk about it. As many people party on this Super Bowl Sunday, did you know the first and only African-American woman to own her own body? Oh, well, they just ruined it in the beginning. Never mind. Uh, why did they say it up front? Yeah, we'll play that tomorrow. With first African-American woman. Come on, dog. Son of a bitch. Jerry Seinfeld was right. All right. <laughs> Hanover, Pencil- Hanover PA. Police say they find, they made an unusual find in a suspected drunk driver after he crashed in the Southern York County last month. Christopher Shell, Scheller, Scheller, okay. Or is it Skeller, like school? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Christopher Scheller, 18, no fixed address, appeared to be intoxicated ah, when we he- We don't know where this, we don't know where he lives. Appeared to be intoxicated after he slid off of Old Hanover Road in heidelberg township and struck a tree on december 1st okay uh appeared to be intoxicated on old hanover road sounds like he was missing a g should have been old hangover road am i right guys come uh-huh. on now <laughs> skeller was taken to the york county hospital where x-ray uh found that he had an abnormality in his rectum what kind of abnormality? Skeller initially refused to have the object removed, but eventually consented, and medical staff found a bag of synthetic marijuana, a socket wrench used for smoking, four bracelets, four necklaces, and 11 ladies' rings. Oh, shit. Did they have 12 drummers drumming, too? Right. It's four 11 ladies' rings. <laughs> Police said they later learned that Skeller stole the jewelry from a home and apparently concealed the items in his body as the officer was approaching the scene of the crash and that's a lot of stress yes and then not only that he refused that and then he was like nah i bet you that shit started hurting he was charged with theft receiving stolen property dui and several other charges guess the race of mr christopher skeller uh booty bandit yeah uh one one of those whose exper- worst experience was with racism is when a person of color brings up the subject during the conversation oh like, richard gear watch out white and a partridge Patrick. uh do you like meth to white uh can be interviewed by jerry seinfeld white cac says this casey stork rectum lining was 100 percent good or white oh lord uh the correct answer is, is- white he was a white man so you guys got I, think, right. I think that was 100 good job everybody Guess white you got it right way to be racist <laughs> two people are facing jail for subjecting feminist caroline creato perez to online abuse following the campaign to ensure a woman featured on the british uh banknotes Isabella Sorley, 23, used Twitter to tell campaigner Credo Perez to fuck off and die, you worthless piece of crap. Go kill yourself, and rape is the last of your worries. <gasps> John Nemo, 25, told Credo Perez to shut up, bitch, and you're not that good looking to rape. You be fine. 
i will follow by i will be i will find you smiley face and then the message rape her nice ass westminster magistrates court heard wow nemo also targeted stella creasy the labor mp for walt hamstow with the message the things i could do to you smiley face during uh, and also calling her dumb blonde bitch nemo from south shields tyne and where and sorely from newcastle up t- upon tyne are due to be sentenced at the same court on Friday. They pleaded guilty to sending menacing tweets on the 7th of January, admitting they were among the users of 86 separate Twitter accounts from which Credo Perez had received abusive messages. 86? Yeah, this is a kind of people that are trolls, man. Like, they're going out here creating all these extra accounts. I had this happen to me one day. Bomani retweeted something I said, and then just a bunch of accounts. They were all eggs, so you knew it was, like, the same guy. And they were all named stupid shit. And it was like, you fucking nigger piece of shit. Uh, you, you like those nigger quarterbacks, don't you? I bet Mike Vick. And it's just like all day, I'm just getting racist tweets. I didn't say anything bad about anybody or whatever. Like it, it was something like, oh man, what a throw by Cam Newton or something. And it was like, you racist nigger, you a nigger piece of shit did, all day. Didn't we talk about before they, they tried to make it where, uh, when people, if people complain, Twitter can go and like, um, find out what IP address all these accounts yeah. are coming from. And they should. You shouldn't have to deal with that bu- people bombarding your, your shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I just blocked the people and kept moving. But, yeah, so, you know, this is, like, dangerous. People talking about they can find you and rape you and shit. How are you supposed to get over that? Come on now. Uh, f- following the court hearing, the 29-year-old student thanked people for their support but warned that Sorley and Nemo represented a small drop in the ocean to the amount of abuse she received in July and August. She tweeted a statement saying, I'm hugely, hugely relieved that these two defendants have pleaded guilty, meaning that there is no need for a trial or for the whole process to drag on longer. It has already dragged on for almost six months. With all the attendant anxiety you'd expect, this is not a joyful day. These two abusers reflect a small drop in the ocean, both in terms of the amount of abuse I received across July and August, but also in terms of the abuse that other women receive online, women who have little to, to no recourse to justice. True. Yeah, people are always like, well, just sue them. It's hard, and it costs money. Yes, it and does. And not everybody's trying to take these cases. No. And what's, and what's going to happen? Some broke motherfucker that had time to create 86 Twitter accounts is going to go to <laughs> go to jail not even jail not, not no even go money. to jail they're probably gonna get a slap on the hand and be free yeah because you're not gonna get no money from them they're gonna get fined however i hope that for some people who are watching this conviction will be warning be a warning online abuse is not consequence free i hope that some people watching will think twice before abusing someone else this is not there's not much else i can say given that there are other cases still ongoing Sorley was warned by district court judge howard ridley that it is almost inevitable that she would receive a jail sentence the judge also told Nemo, described to the court as a social recluse who rarely leaves his house, that all options as to his sentence remain open. Open. Their abuse took place after uh, Credo Perez led a campaign using social media and backed by high-profile public figures for a female figure to appear on a Bank of England note. Um, wow. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, I don't know how much that does for feminism or not, but what I do know is even if you disagree with it, threatening to rape or hurt someone isn't gonna fucking get your point across no it's not you know you can probably have a real legit case of like this shit ain't gonna help no women because it's a fucking woman on the money on the like you probably can have a legitimate argument about oh this is for show and it's not gonna save women that need real help blah 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 um although i wouldn't make that argument but you could probably form something better than i'm gonna rape you 
That's not fixing anything. Right. I will find you. Yeah. Okay. All right. On July, on the 24th of July, the campaign found success when it was announced that novelist Jane Austen would appear on a bank note in the future. Um, Allison Morgan prosecutor said that the extreme language used by Nemo and Sorley had caused substantial distress or fear. Caroline Cradle Perez has suffered life changing psychology, psychological effects from the abuse which she received on Twitter. In particular, the menacing nature of tweets sent by both defendants, uh, caused her significant fear that they would find her and carry out the threats. Yeah, and more than likely, these motherfuckers ain't leaving their house. Mm-mm. You know, the kind of person that uh, leaves threats online and shit mm-hmm. is not the kind of person that actually carries them out normally. But still, just the fact that you want to fuck with someone by and threatening the fact them. fact that you want to put down a public form and let's say something was to happen to her, you guys would have been the first people they would have looked at anyway. Yep. Morgan, even if you didn't do it. Right. Morgan added that Creasy had also suffered a substantial impact as a result of the abuse. Uh, the court heard that MP responded to Nemo's message of dumb blonde bitch with the message. That's dumb. Dr. Blonde bitch to you. <laughs> uh, love it. At least you can laugh. Nemo responded to which Creasy said, I'm not having a laugh. I'm cataloging your vowed conduct. Take back Twitter. Uh, was a hashtag. Sorley was arrested October, 2013 at her home in Newcastle and admitted to police that she had sent some of the tweets suggesting she had been off my face on drink at the time. That's another thing people do. I was drinking. It's like, I don't give a fuck. fuck what you I doing. give two rats as you put it out there, baby. Paul Kennedy represented Nemo, uh, described his client as a previous good character, adding he is a social recluse. That, that is exactly what he is re- really. He rarely leaves the house, but to empty the bins, he sits in the house 24-7. He has nothing to do. He claims benefits. He is a somewhat sad individual. Guess the race of uh, both of these people, Isabella Sorley and John Nemo, uh, in the chat. <coughs> uh, one who hoards humans. I'm assuming that's white. One who, one who wears vests with shorts in the wintertime. Perez, but in Europe, white. We want our feminism back white. <laughs> uh Ren is stiffy white. Uh let's see. And alright, that seems to be all the guesses. Oh, and Frank hid from them white. Oh <laughs> the correct answer is white. You guys all got it right. You don't see something funny, guys. Look at their picture. Like no. The the picture of them. Like this is creepier than the comments and they look like you would think a person who makes threats looks on the internet looks yes like could you look like more of a fucking troll like good grief all right last one so let's get into the bonus round everybody it's time to get into the bonus round Double the points, double the raise, double the points, and the raise. That's right, guys. It's the bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. So far, the entire audience is two for two. This one will separate the good guys from the bad guys. Here we go. Elizabeth City, North Carolina. Oh, shit. That's not too far from us. This one from North Carolina. Come on and raise up. <laughs> a couple is facing charges after police say they were making counterfeit money in Elizabeth City. Police say they received a number of calls about counterfeit money being passed in several locations in the area. 
They conducted an investigation, searched Terrence and Ronika Tillette's home on Sanford Drive Friday. Police say they entered the house. They found Terrence Tillette, another person, and two minors. Officers say they smelled marijuana inside the home when they entered. During their search, they found counterfeit money as well as the equipment that was used to make it. They also discovered a stolen 9mm Taurus automatic handgun and a small amount of marijuana. They say the gun was stolen from a home on Mallard Drive back in 2010. Terrence Tillette had been charged with uttering a forged paper or instrument containing a forged endorsement, contributing to the delinquency of a minor possession of marijuana, possession of drug paraphernalia, and possession of a stolen firearm. They possessing a lot of shit, ain't they? <laughs> right. He was released on $8,000 secured bond. Ronika Tillette was also charged uttering a forging, with uttering a forging pa- forged paper or instrument containing a forged endorsement and possession of a stolen firearm. She was released on $4,000 unsecured bond. Both were scheduled. I wonder if she paid with uh, cash or, or counterfeit. <laughs> That's true. Both were Travelers sc- check. Right. Do you uh, take counterfeit? No? Okay. Well, let me get some real money. <laughs> Yeah. Both which were scheduled to make their first court appearance on Monday. Um, if you believe you were given a counterfeit bill, uh, you can call the police in Elizabeth City. Guess the race of uh, Ter- what was it? Terrence and Renika uh, Tillette. Uh, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Elizabeth City Vikings Black. <laughs> 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 Guessing white because I am tired of being right. Hit the chicken, hot sauce, and barbecue and watermelon black. Oh, my. Future divorce court candidates. <laughs> <laughs> Use the counterfeit money to buy virgin Remy hair weed black. Oh. Gabby side black. Sound like my cousin's black. Oh, my. The correct answer is, is. black. <laughs> and one person missed it. Ashley Three Classic. All right, man. Um, last thing, last, we got to talk about sword ratchetness. Yes, sir. And this time it's for keeps. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Well, it's always for keeps, I guess. Um, for staffs. Right. Um, Everett Washington is where this one happened. You know how motherfuckers gets to stabbing up in Everett Washington. That's one of the things I'll say. I'll never go to Everett Washington because Everett is where they, uh, kill people where they cut them with swords you know oh shit could be very dangerous police say a man who attacked a woman at an apartment complex in bothell pulled a sword on his latest victim that's right kyra Evans lee stole spoke to worried residents and police officers who want this man locked up for good for the second time in three weeks, officers were at this Bothell apartment complex to arrest 21-year-old Jonathan Arnold. In court papers, they pleaded with the judge to keep him locked up this time, saying he's causing young, innocent females to live in fear of their lives. He is showing a pattern and is increasing his level of dangerousness. I've never felt threatened here, ever. And I walk this way. This is my path. Ruth Green walks the same path where Arnold allegedly came up behind a woman and her dog last night. He pulled an 18-inch sword out of his sweatshirt and threatened to chop her dog's head off. The victim ran to the complex gym and called 911. I have a girlfriend who I live with right now. It's just kind of scary for her. Police first arrested Arnold after a woman reported he groped her in a gym. Officers who responded say Arnold threatened them with a hammer. We checked. Arnold didn't have any criminal history, so bail was set and he was released. Even with the officer's recent plea, a judge set his bail at $50,000 for this latest 
incident. Is that job? Leslie Wilcox lives in the victim's building and says management has not said a word about the attacks. And I wish my complex had said something because then, you know, I'd keep my eyes open, but I didn't hear anything about this. In Bothell, I'm Lee Stoll, Kyra 7 Eyewitness News. Is it a rule when they do these uh, type of articles that they go get the woman that looks the least like she would be harassed by the dude? Yeah, because she don't know. I don't think nobody... Or maybe that's the only people that talk. Like, I thought yeah, they were going to get, like, a hot chick mm-hmm. from the gym no, cause people to be that, like, I am scared, and then the police would be right on top of these no, things. The people that would have been harassed, like, I don't, I don't want to be on camera. Yeah, they just catch a woman that's, like, 70, walking her dog, and... You I know, don't, do you? It's like, yeah, I think he should stop it. And they're like, he's not looking for you. No, no offense, not. lady. Yeah, definitely ain't looking for you. But, uh, yeah, man, um, motherfuckers out here groping women at the gym, pulling hammers on the cops, and they got swords, people. <laughs> Don't. If you see somebody with a sword, <sighs> see something, say something. <sighs> we'll be back tomorrow with my man, Dylan. Um, we appreciate everybody that came and hung out live in the chat room. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Good guesses today. Um, and I'll see you guys tomorrow at seven. Um, until then, uh, make sure you go to Adam and Eve, uh, put in code TBGWT, go to tweaked audio, get your 33% off. That's also TBGWT. And, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.